0: Oh, what a piece of music that is every time. Ooh, shake it, baby. What's going on, guys? Welcome to yet another episode of Burying Fake News. First and foremost, huge, huge, huge thank you to all the fine folk, you guys out there who downloaded and got involved with last week's episode. Legion of Lewis, Mariella's Militia, the battalion of Burying Fake News. And we're available all over the internet, so tell your friends, try the waitress, tip your veal. But for those of you who are new to the show, my name's Lewis, and I'm the soon-to-be Dr. G. This is Burying Fake News, the podcast dedicated to fact-checking, stopping, stomping, crushing, and just smashing fake news and people's ill-written, poorly informed social media posts. And as ever, to join me in this crusade, it's my missus, my carer, the boss, La heifer, the queen of burying fake news. She uses both her left and right turn indicators. Mortally afraid of cutting religion from your body. Part-time interpreter. Recent graduate with honours from Good Egg University. It's Mariella. Mariella, what a build-up. Welcome to bearing fake news. Is you, come on, sit you on mute?
1: Hold on, I'm... Just Googling to see if Good Egg University actually exists.
0: Yes, you got top honours from there.
1: I do love a good diploma.
0: That was the best build you've ever had. Say hello to the fine folk.
1: Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us. I'm very delighted to be here on this new episode of Bearing Fake News. Hi, Lou.
0: Don't hi, Lou, me. I can't believe what a waste of a build. I literally nearly had a heart attack going through that.
1: Well, if you know how, how I am, then why do you do it?
0: Because I am going to get you to stir one day.
1: Well, no, that is the motto of Good Egg University. You don't let them stir you, Mm. or fry you or scramble you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was awful. And you deserve to be marched to the gulag. Excellent stuff. Have you seen the agenda then today yet?
1: I have. I'm excited about this one. I'm always excited, but this one is is kind of a funny one, because I've seen some of the people that I actually know talk about this conspiracy theory.
0: Well, hold on, we we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Let me just quickly say, for those of you who want to connect with us on Facebook, we can be found, Burying Fake News, Instagram, Burying Fake News, Twitter, at BF News Podcast. What have I missed out? Am I missing any now?
1: We're on all your social medias. Please contact us with all your conspiracy theories.
0: Email us. Email us, please. We're desperate to talk to somebody. No, we're not desperate. Especially you. <laughs> I just look desperate.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: <laughs> uh, right, let's move on then. Sweetie, in two sentences or less, what's a microchip?
1: A microchip. So I imagine a microchip being like a really teeny tiny version of a normal chip, like salt and vinegar or flavored or barbecue flavored. <laughs> Jesus. That's a microchip.
0: Did you actually write that down on your script?
1: Well, it says, what's a microchip? I was like, mm, well, I'm guessing it's a really small, small chip, or as you British call it, a crisp.
0: Oh, I was thinking of McCain's. Do you know what McCain's are?
1: Hmm. I don't know what a McCain's is.
0: Microwave chips. Chippy chips. You mean crisps? No, I mean chips. So, microchips, not quite a hundred years ago or so... Our computing was done in vacuum tubes. Have you seen my big, massive guitar amp light mm-hmm. up at the back? That's yeah. the same kind of technology, right? Huge vacuum tubes. <laughs> Huge vacuum tubes. <laughs> Excuse you. I will edit that up. Huge vacuum tubes. <laughs> Stop. If you're wondering why we're laughing, there was a, it was a very clever edit that we had to remove there. <laughs> These vacuum tubes were massive and the computers were also huge as well. And I think the old thing that they used to tell me was the computing power that sent the first men on the moon was like a room full of things the size of wardrobes, if you can imagine, just full of them. And that same computing power we now have in like calculators, handheld calculators today. And that's all been thanks to what our microchips were able to do. And when we're talking about microchips, what we're actually talking about is what is a, a transistor. So when we think of microchips and transistors, we have to ask ourselves, is this a great invention or the greatest invention? <laughs> and it's not very often I say that, not honestly.
1: That's true.
0: I'm not tugging your tail. I'm not, I'm not having you on. We're not having a malarkey here. This is what we really need to think about.
1: Yay, hooray for small technology.
0: So when we're talking about microchips... What we're talking about is transistors mm-hmm. when we talk about transistors we're talking about three semiconductors
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay so when we're talking about a semiconductor this is exactly what the name suggests it has partial conductivity all right
1: mm-hmm.
0: the semiconductor has partial conductivity its conductivity lies between that of a metal such as the copper wire used in in cables and circuit cabling and somewhere between insulator, like the cable covering, the rubber that goes around the copper wire. Normally, semiconductors only conduct at particularly high temperatures, but we can overcome that by injecting impurities, right?
1: Impurities.
0: This addition of impurities is known as doping. Much like uh, Lance Armstrong, not Neil Armstrong, Shane Warne, Barry Bonds allegedly and every Russian Olympian recently doping improves has been used to improve performance doping occurs at either side of a silicon wafer because it is silicon that is the semiconductor that is doped it is doped with either it is doped with either a molecule Ooh. containing an extra electron or molecules that have an electron missing this is called n-type or p-type semiconductors. It's important to note that overall, there is no net charge. Okay, The extra electrons coming from the p-doping can fit into the space of the n-doped one, where they're lacking one. Right?
1: Wait, what's a net charge and why is that important?
0: So a net charge means, is there any flow of current? There is no flow of current but when you have an n-type and a p-type next to each other so one that's been doped with something with more electrons and something with less electrons you'll have a residual flow and you actually get what's called a diode if you then get another semiconductor and you have what i like to call the special three-way which i'd like to talk to you about after the show if you have that you (laughs) <laughs> well, I think he might want to talk about having a special three way of someone do. Anyway, you have let's say you have an N, a P, and an N type configuration of semiconductors that have been doped. This is a transistor. So the difference between the diode and the transistor is when you just have the two next to each other, like a diode, imagine. Water flowing through a pipe or electricity going in a closed circuit. Yeah? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we add in the three-way, the special three-way, the transistor then operates like having a valve in the pipe or a switch on the circuit. Okay? Okay. What you have then is the ability to either, in the switch analogy, have it closed and have the circuit flowing or have it open and have no no circuit flowing. So like when I switch a light on, it's flowing because the light's on, i when I to flick it off. It's not flowing because there's no electricity flow getting to the light bulb to turn it on. Except this is happening on a much smaller scale and way quicker than I can flip up and down, up and down, up and down on a light switch. Yeah? Yeah. Now I've told you that there's no net charge. So you might be wondering how is it closed or open when there's no actual switch that's controlled by what's called a gate because you have a source and a drain so if you have the NPN configuration which we discussed your source and drain is at the end both n doped and at your P doped you'll have a little piece of charge going to it you might have a current going to it when mm-hmm. you when you pull enough current through it you can then get an electron flow because you overcome residual barriers which would otherwise prevent it okay yeah and you either have it in the on position and have a one in which case your circuit's closed and you've the lights on or it's open there's no light there's no current and it's a zero and this generates the binary that that we know so you've heard of binary
1: yeah. Like the binary code.
0: Exactly the same. So this is how it works. That's a bit of information. And it's a, when we're thinking of those one, that's doesn't really mean a lot. When you have a huge pattern of billions of these, they can be then interpreted by microprocessors and can implement various functions, such as powering a phone, Ooh. watching TV. The radio, everything you have on your mobile phone, okay? Yeah. The computer that we're recording on now.
1: It's all over the place.
0: This is all done thanks to a microchip, which is just a transistor. It is, <laughs> I think it's 10 nanometers, but for those who haven't measured anything in nanometers, recently, thinner than a strand of human hair.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
0: And you have billions of these.
1: Oh my gosh. It's like a really puny computer.
0: Absolutely, with processors. So just to quickly recap, that's a very small slice of silicon that's been doped in a way that means it's it's able to have extra electrons and space for those electrons, so there can be a flow with a charge which enables a flow.
1: Mm. Wow, yeah.
0: So a closed circuit with with a light switch that you're flicking on and off all the time on a very, very small scale, and you have billions of them and that's then interpreted to carry out various functions. This way, where it gets really interesting with microchips. Um, you have what a, a law stated. It's called Moore's Law. Are you familiar with it? Have you heard of it? I've
1: heard of Murphy's Law. Is that the same thing?
0: No, this is Moore's Law. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Here it goes. Moore's Law states that the number of transistors doubles every two years and that we pay substantially less for them every year. Okay. To put this (laughs) into. Shut up.
1: (laughs) Shut up, Lou.
0: To put this into perspective, perspective. shut up, I'm editing you out. To put this into perspective, (laughs) in 1985, um, the most advanced computer contained about a quarter of a million transistors, microchips. Today, that number's uh, over 3 billion. And that equates to what would take four and a half hours in 1985 to process is now done in one second.
1: Wow, that's insane.
0: It gets even more insane. Do you want to know why? Why? Because Moore's law cannot go on forever because of quantum mechanics.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Have you read quantum mechanics?
1: I have not, but it's for a reason.
0: Right, neither have I, but I will endeavour to explain what the issue is.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: We, we are working on the premise that we have Newtonian laws, and this is classical mechanics, and it, and it works for what Moore's law is stating. However, for Moore's law to be accurate, we're saying that microchips, transistors, must get smaller and smaller and smaller over time. When we are discussing electrons... There is a distance, and I know a colleague that will be screaming it out to me what the answer is because I can't remember. I'm going to say 12 atom length. But electrons are able to what's called quantum tunnel, i.e., they can just uh, teleport, if you like, is a cheap way of explaining it. Okay? Ooh. So I don't know what that means for Moore's law. I don't know if that will have a, a really profound effect on computing, positive or negative. Um, but we we shall wait and see. And I'm not sure when we will hit that, but it it will come at some point for someone, and they'll have to deal with that.
1: So basically what you're telling me is that as time goes on, microchips that are in my iPhone, for example, get cheaper and cheaper, and I pay more and more for the latest iPhone?
0: You're paying for the brand.
1: Oh, God, this is something good at university did not prepare me for.
0: (laughs) What did you take there?
1: Well clearly not quantum mechanics or quantum physics, right?
0: (laughs) Well, it's not my field either. (laughs) Oh, God. So that's how microchips work, okay? That is essentially All all they are. So the premise that this can then somehow be put in your body on a small level is nothing new or unheard of. But the idea that it's able to control you, to manipulate you, or to be used to track you, is tosh
1: so basically this idea of microchips came to us because i saw this like theory i'm gonna call it conspiracy theory that has to do with again poor bill gates and his vaccine saying that you know these coronavirus vaccines we are are gonna involve microchips that basically injected into you and they are being used by the elite to control the population and i don't know what else so I asked Lewis, I was like, well, what about microchips? Like, how small could they be? You know, and several other questions. And this is where we uh, get to this point where I actually realized I don't actually know what a microchip is. And now I do.
0: No, it, it's terminology that we use so freely. And when we just say microchip, you think, oh, it's microchip. But it's like what we said before. what What is it? You know, like we know what 5G is. What is but it
1: really? <laughs> we don't
0: know what 5G is. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: And it's the same with microchips. We know what microchips are, but we don't know what microchips actually are. And what they are is just a very thin wafer of silicon that have been doped at either end to allow a, a passage of charge when we when we give it some.
1: And you told me this is why Silicon Valley has its name.
0: This is why it's called Silicon Valley.
1: That's really crazy.
0: Because of the amazing properties or the amazing semiconductor properties that silicon gives. There's a host of different websites out there that can explain this into a lot more detail than what I've gone into, and people who know the area a lot better than I do. But that is a microchip. It is. Imagine what they do is they get like a cylinder of um, silicon. Think of it like a Pringle tube shape of silicon, and they chips. just cut it off into these very small... Yeah, and you, you, you just you just slice like a salami slicer, and you just throw them in after you dope them.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the Pringle guy did not have this in mind, but yeah, sounds about right.
0: Well, I was just trying to get that cylindrical shape in everyone's mind. Yeah, of course. I could have used something else much bigger and thicker, aye, aye.
1: It's all right. I think we all have that experience with the Pringle can when you're trying to get your hand in there and, you know... Oh, stop. No, we're coaching.
0: going on very different... No, no, we're, we're on very different conversations.
1: Oh, you see, you need to go and roll in good at university. Teaches you these things.
0: Uh, is there anything else you need to know about microchips
1: um i think i've got the basics covered i mean like i like i'm sure there's like much more detailed explanations and what else um out there but for now i'm pretty satisfied with that um answer besides the fact that i pay more and more for my technology and microchips seem to be getting you know more accessible and cheaper
0: Again, it's the branding you're now paying for, not so much the components.
1: Oh, yes, it's it always is, right?
0: So I'll, I'll revert back to my first question. In two sentences or less, what is a microchip?
1: It's a tiny computer, nothing to do with barbecue flavors. <laughs> and that they are oh, so um... tiny, I can't even see them, probably.
0: Eh, close enough. I was expecting they are transistors.
1: Right, right. Transistors, uh, protons,
0: uh, electrons,
1: induction, all those vocab words in there. Gee, They're very tiny God. computers, basically.
0: But what's important is they've definitely revolutionized our lives, definitely improved it. They cannot be used to control or manipulate the person or, or trackers. It's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. So I don't know where this originated. And quite frankly, I don't care. Consider it fucking. Busted.
1: yeah i mean i think maybe it comes from the fact that again people don't really know what microchips are and i think they have been used you know like you said in a lot of recent technology making everything smaller making everything a little bit flatter making things flexible and then you know it's also been used in the field of medicine and like biotechnology too right but i think the outlandish thing here was the fact that they can control your mind so definitely still not there
0: yeah <sighs> Well, consider that. Consider that thoroughly debunked, chastised, and dealt with, slapped down into the depths of nonsense where it belongs to dwell. Ooh. Absolutely. And with that piece of business out of the way, let's uh, move on to our quickfire, not so quickfire, but sometimes quickfire round, addressing some common cues. Today are going to be mostly microchip related, um, hopefully more general as we move forward. Remember, if you have any science cues or relationship cues, as I am the love doctor too, send them in to fake news at gmail.com. Links in the description. Tweet them over at bfnewspodcast at buryingfake news on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are on YouTube too. Like and subscribe.
1: All right, love doctor, are you ready?
0: Nah, I need like. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. Let me just interrupt. Let me take a pause for the course quickly. Oh, gosh. I once signed up to a conference as the love doctor. (laughs) I'd missed the registration deadline. I emailed the head admin lady, head reception lady, the lady who sorts it all out over at chemistry over there. And I said, look, I want to come to the conference. I've missed the deadline. I know I've missed the deadline. I'm sorry. Can I still register? Can I still attend? And she replied like, (laughs) she replied, bless her. Yep, absolutely fine. Not a problem. We can accommodate you am I registering you as, as Mr. or as, as Doctor? And I said back to her, wow, I've not been awarded my PhD in Chemistry yet, but I certainly am the well-known Love Doctor. And she played along with it a bit. And <laughs> I, that's...
1: Poor Susan or Louise, because you definitely know it's like a Susan or Louise receiving these messages like, the Love Doctor? It's got to be kidding. Me.
0: as as well, I am the certainly well-known Love Doctor, and that's how I registered. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I can't, you know, I can't remember a goddamn name. And I know my friend would, would know it very well because I think he was putting on the charm as well. We were both putting the charm on her because we'd both missed the deadline and we both wanted to go to the conference. The conference is just a piss up, it's the only reason we go. But... I was
1: going to say, these science conferences sound wild, but maybe it's just you.
0: When the love doctor is in attendance, it can be.
1: <laughs> so let's get started with these questions, then. and there are fire, not so fire round
0: but sometimes fire.
1: But sometimes quick fire, yeah. So the first question is Is a microchip going into the COVID 19 vaccine being developed?
0: I don't know how to say no in enough different languages to express how no that is.
1: So just a big no.
0: A, a big no in caps.
1: Ooh, in caps, exclamation point. Second mm. question. Can a microchip control me or my thoughts or my movements?
0: No. A microchip will be unable to control you even if one was implanted.
1: Hmm. So where does this nonsense and this idea originate from?
0: I think part truths and Hollywood. You know, it's well written into many a movie.
1: That is true. That is true. I'm sure Tom Cruise has plenty of uh, experience with them. So I have. Frank a... Dreban. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but I believe you.
0: Uh, someone out there just popped for Frank Drebin.
1: Ah, She'll look him up after. So this is kind of like an actual serious question, though. So how is this different to microchipping a pet, for example? I'm sure we microchip pets to locate them and to kind of have personal information on them. How is that any different?
0: That's a really spiffing question. So when you microchip a pet, you are the microchip contains the information, the noughts and the ones, the binary that, that we call the bits, contains the information. It might be a name, it might be an address, a phone number, or all of those things. And it is what's controlled or what is um, utilized with what's called RFID technology. And I think it's the same technology we have in credit cards now rfid just means radio frequency identification okay so there'll be a computer and it'll have an antenna on it and it'll just blast out the radio waves which are very soft very low frequency when we talk about 5g we talk about the same thing very very soft radiation very very non-ionizing harmless it is picked up by the transponder which is able to know when it hits those frequencies it has enough power to be able to then bounce back a signal, and the signal can then be interpreted of the information, such as the name and stuff. In people, I think this is amazing because in probably not as long as you think, no one's going to get asked for ID at a shop when they're buying alcohol. They'll just scan their hand or their wrist or their palm or whatever, and all that you know data can be accessed there. And I, I think that's a possibility of but that's how it's different, is that we're not talking about controlling, we're talking about being able to 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 give information and it it could potentially change the way we live in 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 a huge huge way right why would you ever need to have an id or a bank card because your bank card would be on your chip
1: yeah and i think a lot of like you said um hollywood has played around with this idea but i'm guessing either the technology is not there yet and equally i mean if we have hard time getting vaccines to part of the world and we have hard a hard time, you know, giving access to certain things for everybody. This would be an access problem too, <laughs> if it actually came about.
0: Um, I think the technology could be there. I don't think it's a far cry from what we've got now. I think it's more to do with ethics and data protection.
1: Oh, that is true. Data protection is a big thing now.
0: Mm, it's it's it's, right. it's a tough one to answer, and um, as to should it come out, I think we can definitely implement it. If if we say we're going to do it in two years, we're going to do it in two years. I think the real question we need to answer is not could we do it, but should we do it?
1: And I think, like you said, you know, even if there was a possibility of having this vaccine, you know, with a microchip, it would be a massive violation of human rights to microchip people without their consent, right? So,
0: yeah, um, yeah, oh, God, yeah. There like, would
1: have to be somebody out there saying, you know, like this isn't right.
0: Well, it would show up, everyone would have an x ray and it would be there.
1: Yeah, simple as that. So, not possible, people.
0: Not possible, people. Come on, sweetie. Say it with more conviction. Say it loud. Say it proud and say it with some fucking hate. Say, there you have it. If you know anyone, and I do mean anyone who is opening their uninformed mouths to spout microchips and vaccines and and the elite and other such hot garbage, go up to them and just slap them as hard as your body is able And when they're stood there, frozen with shock, wondering what the hell just happened, you take your pointer finger and you point at them in their stupid face and you say, listen, motherfucker, your opinions are wrong. Your opinions are dangerous and your opinions are disrespectful to my field and what I take very seriously. If you mention this childish dribble to me in a serious fashion again, you disqualify yourself from communication. I will cut the tongue out of your mouth. You will never speak again and the world will be a better place for it. Mm Mm-hmm fuck
1: yeah simple as that
0: hey sweetie this week's quick fire not so quick fire round was more quick fire quick fire
1: yeah i know i'm really proud of us pat on the back
0: i think we did good i think we're gonna start getting more consistent with our timings for these episodes but remember banter aside we'd love to hear from you at home any question regardless big small stupid not stupid why does no one like me send it to news at gmail.com we'll answer it
1: yeah, we'll look forward to all those cues. <sighs> do
0: you know, sometimes, really, I get absolutely sore shoulders and I get really bad back. You know why? My knees go. Why? Carrying this show in the commentary that goes with it.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, you're the one that invited me, right?
0: Indeed. Uh, do it again, damn it. But now, with that, it's time to move on to my personal favourite part of the week. Are you ready for this?
1: I actually really love this time of week. It's literally the only reason I do this show. (laughs) So play that funky music, white boy.
0: Oh, that music can only mean one thing. It's time for Tweet of the Week, sweetie. Kick us off with number one.
1: All right. Poor Bill Gates. He gets dragged in every time. Tweet number one says, I quote, Bill Gates admits the vaccine will no doubt kill 700,000 people. The virus so far has killed circa 300,000 globally. Can anyone explain to me why you would take a vaccine that kills more people than the virus it's designed to cure? I need to see where this person gets their sources to begin with. I was going to say,
0: can we just have those numbers again?
1: Yeah, yeah. That Bill Gates admitted, where I'd like to see this, that the vaccine will no doubt kill 700,000 people.
0: Wow. Okay, yeah. Okay, 700,000. Got it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, Bill Gates admits, well, why did he admit this? Like, I'm pretty sure it would have been global news.
0: No, I'm still processing. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get it? Processing?
1: Ah! I know, it's because you've got a microchip up there.
0: <laughs> you can, so people can have allergic reactions to vaccines. They can have, um, what are you doing? This isn't a thing. We're not doing a bit. You can't play, you're not going to start playing with your mic every time we do Tweet of the Week. Sorry, there was mosquito. Mm. I'm not editing it out. So, <laughs> hang on, what was I going to say? I've lost my trail. Ah, here we are. You can have adverse reactions to vaccines. You can have. Um, you've really thrown me. You've absolutely thrown me. Tomorrow, I was going to say the words that have come out of my mouth have been stopped.
1: That there are people who are allergic.
0: You absolutely can have allergic. You can have allergic reactions. You can. You can have. You know, bad reactions to a vaccine, but they are so small and so you know infrequent that. Yeah. It's
1: absolutely not
0: something we need to be concerned for for the amount that we're talking about i don't know what i'm trying to say i've ran out your mic your mic's ruined me and i'm going to move on to number two are you ready you want to hear it here it goes some of you never noticed that they put a government-issued microchip on the tip of that swab they put up into your brain during the corona test and it shows
1: oh gosh this guy does not have a microchip everywhere it shows
0: and it shows that swab, have you seen the, the the graphic illustration of how far the swab has to go back into your nasal passage?
1: I know. I, I stay home just thinking that I don't want to get that done. <laughs> it tickles my brain.
0: Like, how vile does that look?
1: It looks very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, y'all ain't doing that to me. No chance. I'm just going to be with my mask on and avoid it. minding my own business and avoiding people like it's my second job.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Same so tweet number three all the vaxers again it says the vax is all a scam there has never been a successful vax to a corona it is a scam to enslave and microchip I microchip you wake up pi pi as in pi pi I, I don't understand the end of that tweet
0: i don't know if they were signing it off as that was their internet name or <laughs> if it was like wake up you know 3.1415 Whatever the numbers of Pi are. 1415962. Yeah. The Vax is all a scam. A scam to enslave and microchip you.
1: I know, I can't believe there's people out here who believe this. Pi.
0: Just rotten. Number four, someone tweeted this out. As I've said before, these tweets are vetted. These are real people. Anyone who's. Tweet profile is just a background of American flag and their bio reads, proud mom, dad, husband, wife, hashtag 2A, hashtag MAGA, and all their shits misspelled. This is where you'll find tweets of the week.
1: Oh, gosh. Are you ready
0: for this one? CNN only makes others panic. It makes me laugh what they do with fake news. As you say, they better put it on and leave people alone. I will not be getting microchipped.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness! Well, I'm pretty sure people who believe this would not deserve to get microchipped in either way.
0: Do they really think that the government wants to know everything about them from Sally and Buttfuck Arkansas?
1: And more importantly, like if they're barely you know investing in very primary sort of services, what makes you think they're gonna invest in an entire national or international program to microchip everybody? Like, come on, people, you know.
0: Well, yeah, well, this is it, isn't it? It's, this is, they've seen America in the movies and they think that's how it is. But we've seen America in real life respond to a pandemic and we know that's how it's not.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I think America is kind of like a reflection of what a lot of other countries are also going through. But this sort of entitlement of like, oh, it's my it's my right to do this. And I'm not getting microchip like, whoa, we're mixing up rights with, you know, fake information. And that's like the worst combination.
0: And speaking of fake information, go on with number five.
1: Number five. It says, I quote, or there they install a microchip and then connect to the antenna that activates the COVID-19 and become a machine. Game over. <laughs> oh my gosh. This person actually says that it activates the COVID-19.
0: <laughs> you had a bit of a stumble there.
1: That one caught me off guard.
0: Or they install the microchip and then connect to the antenna that activates COVID 19 and become a machine. Okay. Game over. I was doing, I, I, did, the, I did the double click and the, the, the index finger pointing handguns thing after that, just if you guys were wondering, because I know you all can't see me, so I'm game over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure you look super cool.
0: In my head, I'm absolutely stallion. Right, number six, here we go. There will be no COVID-19 vaccine because the virus does not exist. However, Bill Gates will push on mandatory vaccinations. I wonder what it will contain. Hashtag Bill Gates bioterrorist. Hashtag vaccine agenda. Hashtag population control. Hashtag NWO.
1: I'm pretty sure this person doesn't understand what a bioterrorist is if they don't even know they're asking what vaccines will contain.
0: Well... They also got wrong their last hashtag. It should have been hashtag NWO for life.
1: What is NWO?
0: Ah, uh, someone popped, someone heard that somewhere and was excited for that reference. NWO, uh, New World Order, but in the 90s and early, well, uh. late 90s, it was WCW and Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash, and they were the the NWO of uh, WCW. Very successful.
1: I can see, I can see that.
0: It's kind of the only reason the tweet made it to Tweet of the Week. Just for the, I popped for the end of the video. Well, I'm
1: sure there's people out there who understood that. All right, tweet number seven. It says, Yet, you don't think it exists, but it surely it is coming. I mean, the riots, the COVID-19, vacations filled with mercy, maybe also microchip. He isn't even dead. That's how bad they got us all by the balls. Americans stand prey to God. You are entitled to your opinion, just don't confuse opinion for reality. Oh my gosh, there was so much going on in this tweet. First of all, it's like really bad grammar. Wow.
0: <laughs> There's a lot going on there.
1: Yeah, like I'd like to point out that riots is capitalized in the middle of the sentence. Dead is capitalized in the middle of that sentence. and um, I didn't understand half of that.
0: <laughs> I mean, the riots, vacations filled with mercy maybe also microchip
1: what kind of holidays is this lady taking (laughs) Or this guy taking like they should probably vacation somewhere else (laughs) yeah so definitely review that on yelp and Travago. please tell us where that is
0: there's a lot going on here and you can imagine it easily made the cut easily made the cut i like the the last bit you're entitled to your opinion just don't confuse opinion for reality like yeah, you could, like I don't know, like some people preach the Bible, possibly, you know what I mean, but don't confuse it for reality.
1: And um, yeah,
0: so that's maybe yeah, maybe that laugh. Really Americans stand pray to God, and that's the bit that I'm sort of. You're saying you're entitled to your opinion, and you talk about God, and then you're saying don't confuse it for reality. And I have my own opinions on that. There are so many things. Going right, so that that juxtaposition there. Oh my God! Like I didn't understand what she was trying to say, and then this that then. And then the line that really got me, it wasn't vacations filled with mercy. Maybe also microchip, because I assumed vacations was supposed to be vaccinations. And as I said before, all their shits misspelt because none of them know how to read or write.
1: Oh, that makes
0: sense. Right? <laughs> and then yeah. I thought, so what the hell is mercy? Because that must be more misspelt shit. I think I thought it was mercury, and I think
1: mercury. Yeah.
0: This person is saying that vaccinations are filled with mercury. And I thought, let's dig it a bit deeper and just see if anyone spelt this right. And people do believe that there's mercury in vaccines. Mm -hmm. And with zero effort, I found that to be the case. With number eight, the vaccine might be, quote, safe and effective if they left the crap out. Mercury, aluminium, aborted fetal cells. On the other hand, it'll most likely be as effective as the flu vaccine.
1: What? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, I'd like to point out that I'm so excited to make a vaccine episode because, oh, my God, all these things just really wind me up.
0: You mean an anti-vaxxer?
1: Yeah, like anti-vaxxers and this, like, you know, mercury and aluminum and aborted fetal cells in the vaccines, like, oh, all that stuff. Gets we'll we'll get up.
0: to it, and we'll get to it in due course. But let's just dissect this tweet a little further. Last bit first... <laughs> it will most likely be as effective as the flu vaccine. That's, that's bloody effective.
1: Yeah, it is. People don't realize how important and how vital your flu vaccine is. And it is effective.
0: Every October, people. Every October, people. Get your flu jab. And then we'll move on to the first part of the tweet. It might be safe and effective if they left the crap out. And here I'm thinking, what do you mean? Crap. Mercury. Aluminium aborted fetal cells now there's no aluminium in in any vaccine there's definitely no mercury in any pharmaceutical product you have ever going to take because it's just so toxic
1: yeah it was like a whole like theory a couple of months ago i think maybe last year about like, you know, oh, they're using all these fetuses that are aborted in our vaccines. And I think it's very really? kind of confused with the history. Yeah, you know, um, of how some bacteria and viruses are cultured, but there is no aborted fetal cells in your vaccines, people. Zero. Zero. It was real. Like, there was a real conspiracy theory about that. I don't know what information you guys get on the other side of the pond, but uh, I'm, this is like my daily bread here
0: can't contain a boy for yourselves no way
1: no and like i said you know i think um it might be confused with how certain bacteria and um viruses can be cultured but it has absolutely nothing to do with the actual elaboration of the vaccine something we will cover later on right mm. that doesn't stop there the next tweet is also about these vaccines so it says i quote vaccines contain mercury Aluminum and many other toxics. They are poisons and they should be forbidden worldwide. I like other toxics.
0: Well, mercury, aluminium and other toxics should not be ingested and (laughs) are forbidden in pharmaceutical um, produce worldwide. Well, maybe not aluminium. I'm sure there's some aluminium. I was
1: going to say, you consume... um... Alum- aluminum every single day in very well, small quantities
0: the the biggest one there is mercury so when you make anything in chemistry for public consumption um in pharmaceuticals, they actually test for the amount of mercury contained in it even as an impurity and the threshold is I don't know what it was on top of my head, but it's pretty much zero you're not allowed any in there at all um most of the times you'll never actually get it from the route that they've from the from the chemical process route that they've taken you'll never find it from raw ingredients it'll be an impurity picked up from who knows where but the tolerance is extremely tightly regulated they check just for mercury
1: yeah this is something that's white like I said, it, it's highly, highly toxic, so I doubt they are, you know, just saying, Oh yeah, well it's a little bit, no problem. This should be fine.
0: No and and they won't even test it once, they test per batch.
1: hmm Well maybe it's only this tweet that's toxic.
0: Well there you have it. Nine shitty tweets from nine shitty people and to restore faith back in humanity and social media, it's my favourite number ten, the palate cleanser. Here it is from at Lucy Goes Dating and it says, this is a life lesson. Be nice, be respectful, be kind. And if you can't, fuck off.
1: (laughs) Very well said. I like that one. Very (laughs) concrete ideas. Concise.
0: My kind of gal.
1: Definitely.
0: Well said, Lucy. Well said. And that concludes Tweet of the Week. I hope you had as much fun listening to them as we did reading them. If you have any entries, submit them to us, news at gmail.com. Send them to us on Twitter, BF News Podcast. I can only plug so many things before I run out of breath. We're on iTunes, Burying Fake News. We're on Stitcher. Leave a review, like, subscribe to us on YouTube. Instagram, Burying Fake News. Sweetie, have I missed anything?
1: Uh, Twitter, at BF News, I believe. B-
0: That's BF News podcast to you Misses. but we're done it's time for us to leave thank you for joining us and if you're still here both of our listeners mum again big hello we'll be back next week talking about dexamethasone we're recording the day that the news has been released that this has been a breakthrough trial drug and has shown huge improvement for people with COVID-19 and when they and their treatment and there it is folks it's getting tired and I'm getting late thank you for your time and your attention sweetie say goodnight Mariella. Good night, night.